culture of your home is the incubator of character. You are the only mother that your child has. You're the only father that your child has. You're the only person who can be you in their life. And you have a lot to offer. Isn't the goal of parenting not that we have these 42-year-olds who are still coming home on time and cleaning their rooms, but that they actually leave and we have hardwired them for the virtues that we want to see in them? The thing we all have in common is that we are interested in our kids' future. I know the Parent Network exists to help moms and dads in whatever way you can, when you can, and how you can help moms and dads help their children have the future that God's promised them. Well, hello and welcome to the Parent Network Podcast, episode 40. 40. So we're in like, God, we're like midlife crisis. I think is that's that what 50. it is? Fifties midlife nowadays. I thought so. That's good news for me. I like that. Well, life expectancy has increased. Okay, good news. I'm Sass. I'm Marcy. Hey, we're really <laughs> glad that you're here uh, with us today on episode forty, and uh, this is the third in a uh, series of four where we're having interviews from camp. And um, today you're going to hear from Ashley Bohentz. Ashley works for Orange and Rethink. She was um, one of our speakers at our middle school camp fuse and uh, she is in and around a group of people that like all day every day they're thinking about middle school kids and high school kids and families and parents um she's not married she's not a parent but man does she have a lot of wisdom is she around. a youth pastor currently she, uh, no not currently currently okay. she works full-time for orange okay but she has been kind of in youth ministry um and she's got so just cool. a great story of yeah. kind of how she influences kids and she honestly was one of the best speakers we've ever had at camp, lots of middle school kids really, really gravitated towards her and resonated with what it was I that heard, she was saying. That's yeah. awesome. It was very cool. So Ashley's going to just talk a little bit about sort of where kids are today, and she's got just some great encouragements for you as a parent. And here's what I'll say: kind of have this kind of lens uh, on as you listen to this, if you don't mind. We talk a lot about partnering with parents and how that's what we want to do as a church. We want to partner with you as a parent. Mm-hmm. And I think what I heard Ashley say is that that partnership goes both ways. Ooh. Right. Yeah. And how that that's a little bit, you know, even though I work for the church, when I think yeah. about my kids and their involvement mm-hmm. in the church, I can't just expect for the church to partner with me and that just to come in my direction. That's got to be both ways. Yep. And so uh, parents, listen to sort of what Ashley's saying, maybe with that um, lens on. And then when we're done with the interview with her, Marcy and I'll come back and share a few thoughts. Well, I'm here uh, with my friend Brett Eddy and our new friend Ashley Bowens. Hey, I said it right. Yes, you did. Yes, all right. Hey, and uh, we are at our summer camp for our middle school students called Fuse, and we started this tradition last year. If you do something more than once, it's a tr- tradition, right? Yes, according to my wife. Yeah, <laughs> who loves traditions. Yes, and pretty much everything in our household is a tradition. Yes, yeah, you do it more than once. Actually, in her mind, you do it once. It's it's, because it's a tradition. tradition. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We, we are solidly in tradition. Well, yeah. the tradition is uh, we spent some time chatting with our speaker from summer camp on our Parent Network podcast because we believe um, the folks that we bring in have just a lot, a lot of great wisdom to equip and encourage you as parents. So actually, um, we just want to to kind of tell everybody kind of who you are, 
where you work, what you do, all that good stuff. And then um, because of where you work and what you do, I've got some specific questions. And we're just going to talk about kind of how we can encourage parents a little bit. So cool. yeah. quick, the two-minute version of who you are. Yes. I live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I've been working with teenagers for 15 years in educational, athletic, and ministry settings. Um, and I currently work for an organization um, called Orange, where we create resources um, for parents and church leaders um, to influence the next generation. And all of our peeps know Orange through Stuart and through Chef. Awesome. Uh, we you know, have lots of, lots of Orange connections. Yes, so. I lead the middle school team there. So, Okay, so what's that like? Leading a team of people that focuses on resources for middle school kids. It's awesome. Yeah? <laughs> yes, because they're my people, right? <laughs> they love middle school too. Awesome. And so it's 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 really cool just um, the variety of experiences and denominations and, and contexts that come together around a table to create the resources. And I'm so grateful for so many voices. I mean, we have staff-wise, uh, we have um, five middle school staff, but then we have between 75 and 100 contractors of people who are in the trenches in the field all mm. the time doing it and all together we create these amazing resources i'm totally biased so yes. no, uh, i would agree i'm not i'm unbiased and we use orange and we love it we use all so, kinds of your stuff yeah, so keep really doing good. what you're doing please well i love it and i i really you know i have a heart for this age group but i love the entire strategy honestly yeah. um and i you know, I'm grateful for the parent pieces too. Yeah. And for those of you as parents who don't know, you know, orange is yellow representing the light of Christ, mm -hmm. right? Red representing the love of the home. And the two of those combined influences are, are more powerful if they're together. Right. And red right. and or, or red and yellow together. If make you're an artist, orange. orange. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I asked actually this yesterday. Um, the the phrase partner with parents has kind of swept the nation in lots of, you know, youth ministry, children's ministry, next gen circles. Uh -huh. I don't know if you guys coined that phrase or not, but we use it a lot yeah. at our church um, where that's what we're trying to do here is to partner with parents. And so because of your experience really with middle school kids and thinking about where they are and what they're doing, mm -hmm. the question I ask Ashley is, what do you want to say to parents? And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems like there's a, a lot you could say, but so, uh, where, where, where do you want to go? It's so hard to pick one thing. Where do you want to go? I think initially what I was going to say, um, because prior to being a youth pastor myself, I was a volunteer. Um, I was a small group leader. And so, um, and then moved into ministry where I led small group leaders. And now I create resources for ministry leaders and small group leaders. So it's been a unique journey. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I constantly see is... Um, I know how busy parents are. It, I mean, I can't even, I don't, I'm not a parent myself, but I can't imagine juggling all the schedules and responsibilities and a job and the home and a marriage and all of the things. And um, I think a lot of times the, the small group leader kind of gets put on the back burner. Um, and what I mean by that is there aren't a lot of um, parents who maybe are investing in their kids' small group leader. Mm. It's almost like, yeah, maybe I know who you are. Maybe I know your name, but I don't have a relationship with you because parents don't typically have more time to give. To another relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. And it's understandable. But I guess my encouragement and challenge would be is every week, um, if you get to church every week, 
um, that it's important to go to the same service because you want your kid to have other adults in their life who love Jesus and model what living for Jesus looks like, especially as they get older, um, into their teenage years when they start experimenting with things or considering things or trying to figure out which road they're going to walk down and what role model they're going to look up to. You want people in their life who are investing in them. And I think, um, what can strengthen that relationship is as a small group leader pours into your kid, if you take the extra initiative to pour into that small group leader, whether that means inviting them over for dinner, um, if that means going and supporting something that they do, Mm, um, you know, maybe a small group leader is in drama club or something in the high school or whatever, and going to their play with, with your kid. Um, that can really, really strengthen that relationship or even like a Christmas gift or something like that. Yeah. I I was thinking even um, having been a small group leader for a long time in our ministry, working with our students, um, I would have appreciated a meal or like a gift card or something like that. But even I I was super appreciative even when a parent came and just told me, hey, here's what's going on in my kid's life, just so you're aware of it too. Mm -hmm. So if you have a chance to, like that almost was... as supporting me, supported me as much as if they had invited me over for a meal. Totally. Having inside information. I know my wife is really, really good about that kind of stuff, especially with our daughter. Like she's been very intentional at surrounding her with other women besides herself and tells them, hey, here's what she's struggling with. Here's what she has going on. And that has helped those leaders have an even better and a deeper relationship. And it doesn't even have to be the small group leader. Like these kids are surrounded by coaches and teachers mm-hmm. and there are lots of people, I think just having a, a, adults other than you in your kid's life. I know that's what you, one totally. of you've mentioned before. Yeah. 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 And, and, and it's interesting, like as someone, you know, if, if I take my dad hat off and I put my you know leader hat on, you know, I think parents understand what we want to do as leaders is to do the best we can with your kids. And the, we can do better if we have more information, right? Like if, exactly what you're saying, Brett. If I know more about what's going on in the mm-hmm. lives of these kids as a church small group leader or whatever, I, I can help you say what you're trying to say at home better. Mm-hmm. And so great encouragement to get to know small group leaders and, and kind of encourage them along the way. Yeah, and sometimes, you know, whatever it is you're working through with your kid, whether it's a behavior thing or a habit you're trying to break them of or something you're trying to like redirect them to, Um, a lot of times the thing that you see at home is also showing up at school. It's also showing up on their team. It's also showing up in small group. And sometimes it's weird for a small group leader to say to a parent, like, Hey, I noticed your kid is whatever, you know, like sometimes it feels awkward because you want to wait for the parent to say something. But uh, I think the more people you can get on the same page and reinforce whatever it is that you're trying to reinforce, the better chance of that kid overcoming it for sure. Well, and I can't think of a time that I went to a parent with something that a student was struggling with in small group and they weren't surprised. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. right. I mean, it's the same thing with our teachers. When you go to our, our kids' teachers yeah. with, hey, yeah. here's something that's going on. Or they bring something to us. It's like we're not surprised because yeah. we're experiencing yeah, a lot that's of times right. the same yeah. thing. I think, that, I think if small group leaders know that about parents and parents know that, you know, yeah. vice versa. Yeah. It's like we, we, that would maybe break down the walls and keep us from being afraid to share with yeah. each other yep. what's going on because it's probably playing out because it's yeah. coming out of their heart anyway so it's going to come out in whatever context <laughs> they're right. in yeah. That's right. yeah and 
And I think um, if you're a parent who has very limited time, maybe you travel a lot or you have a lot of kids, or single you're a parent. crazy single yeah, parent, right. whatever it is, um, even a simple text to their small group leader saying like, hey, I don't know what happened in small group today, but my kid came home and said this. You know, that helps a lot of times, you know, in kids ministry and, and middle and high school ministry, we don't often get to see the fruit of some of those conversations. Right. And if you ever as a parent get to see it, please, please just take that that one second, send a text message because it's going to help that volunteer stay involved that's in right. your kid's life. It's fuel in the tank. It totally is. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Okay, so get to know your kid's small group leader. Encourage them. Kind of let the information flow between the two of you. Mm-hmm. What else would you want to say to parents? I also heard consistency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned right. that as well. Yes. Like it's it's hard for a small group leader to develop that or to have other people in their lives in a mm-hmm. church context if you can't be consistent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, the uh, to ride on the whole consistency train here. Um, even if you can't make it to church every week and you are, you know, at a soccer tournament or one of your other kids has a tournament, your family's on vacation or you go to the li- the yeah, beach, beach or something, whatever, whatever yeah. um, to, to encourage your kid to somehow stay connected um, to the group. It d- I know it depends on like if they have a phone or whatever, if that's possible, but also making the effort if your small group gets together outside of church mm-hmm. time to make sure your kid can be part of it. Yeah, I've seen that be so valuable for my daughter because her small group leader going into eighth grade, it's just fantastic at, hey, we're all going to meet at, you know, yeah. Goodberries for ice cream. Yeah. And, you know, seven o'clock tomorrow night. And it's so valuable for her it to totally go. So is. we will change around plans sometimes mm-hmm. to try to get her there because I see the, the value in it. So yeah. that's good. And get to know the parents of the other kids in your kid's small group. Yeah. I mean, really, it's community for you. And if you're like, I don't need more people in my life, I get it. But there's something to be said about knowing the parents of the other kids. Yeah. So, I mean, we're recording this from camp and we just had all of our parent meetings. We ran four different parent meetings um, of all the same information. And every single one, I'm like, why are we doing this? Like, we just we could just email this information to them, and they would have all the information. And Courtney, who works with our student, middle school students, said, we need to do this because there's so few contexts that parents get to be in the room with other parents right. mm-hmm. in a spiritual context. So good. I was like, you're right. We need to keep doing this. And it's the existence of the parent network. <laughs> yeah. we got to keep doing and, that. And not just the parent network, but yeah, in, yeah, in the context right. of our ministry, getting parents together, yeah. like, to reinforce that. Like, mm-hmm. they getting to know the other people who are walking through the same phase of life that you are with your kids, but also have a heart for their kids to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's right. powerful. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that I've noticed over the years of doing lots of different things, you know, with parents at our church in the parent network and in other, other places is that whenever we get parents together in groups, kind of like a parent meeting or any other setting, one of the things parents do is they just sort of all take a deep breath mm. and they just go, okay, other parents are dealing with this. Other kids are acting like my kids are acting. We're not crazy. And they just sort of need that encouragement Mm -hmm. to to know that, you know, sure, we've all got different crazy stuff going on in life, but for the most part, we're all sinners. We're all normal in Mm -hmm. in some ways. But yet we're all crazy and we're all different. So um, I just see parents oftentimes when they get into those settings, just being encouraged. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing I would say as we kind of wrap this up. Is, is parents um, just do your best and when there are opportunities to get together with other parents and to encourage one another um, to just to, to be there if you yeah. can in the midst of crazy life and crazy schedule. So 
Hey, Ashley, anything else that you want to say to parents before we close up this part with you? Uh, yeah, actually, I just want to say to every parent listening, you are killing it. You're doing amazing. Just the fact that you're taking time to listen to a podcast for parents is incredible. And if you feel like you're failing, just know that you're not. And um, what I've learned is a lot of parents feel that way. Mm-hmm. So, yes, get yes, in community. Right. Um, but your kids need you because you're the number one influence in their life. And even if you feel like you're making it up as you go, keep going. Keep trying to figure it out. Keep pushing because they need you and they need you more in certain seasons and less in others. And even if they're pushing you away for some reason, they still need your involvement. It just may look a little different as they change through the phases. Yeah, that's great. I think even when they, they act as though they don't need you. Yeah. Or when they don't need you as a parent, that's probably maybe when they need you the most, but just in a way that you have yet to have been there for them. And they don't know how to express it. I mean, I'm learning that with a 14 year old girl. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. She doesn't always want her dad. And I've got to figure out how to still be investing Mm -hmm. in her and with her. And that's That's what I've been challenged with. So I thought I would encourage parents the same way, like stick in it. I had lunch with her today. Oh, I know. She was very proud to tell me that you were her father. (laughs) It was very sweet. She is sweet. She She is is sweet. She's She's growing up into an awesome girl. So Mm -hmm. we, we are so proud of her. That's right. Hey, well, thanks for listening. Hope this was an encouragement to you as a parent. Okay, so Ashley goes into talking about how parents can encourage their child's small group leader. Yeah. And for one, I love, love that she said that. Um, Not just because I'm on staff, but because I have been a small group leader. And I'll tell you that as a person on staff, it is super difficult to interact with a parent who's really struggling with something with their kid and you say, hey, have you had a chance to, to share this with their small group leader? And the child has been in that small group for three years, and the parent does not know the small group leader's name. Yeah, that's tough. I want to encourage you, listeners, you are entrusting your child's walk and who is helping mm-hmm. them walk with God. You need to know who that person is. Yeah, you, you want to be in partnership yeah. with that person. You are, they want to partner with you and you need to partner with them. Yeah. And sometimes that does mean that you are sharing some information with the small group leader about your child that they might need to know. And it makes a drastic difference. Drastic. So when I see a situation as a small group leader happening and unfolding with one of the students, I know where it's coming from. I know that she just had a really rough week at school. Yeah, that's helpful. Or dad's not home anymore. Yeah. And they're not always willing to be open to talk to the small group leader about it. But if you have that insider knowledge, it's super helpful. Yeah, one of the things we tell our small group leaders is is we're going to honor parents. And, and we're going to try to be saying the same things that parents are saying. And so in order to, to sort of know yes. <laughs> what parents are saying and how parents want to yes. push their kids, there's got to be a relationship there. And I, I think I have seen kind of firsthand in, in with our kids the benefits of staying connected to their small group leaders, especially if they've gotten to be you know older. Um, and it's not that, that I'm always talking to their small group leader about the things that are going on. Right. But it's just sort of maintaining that connection so that when that moment happens – I can let them know. I mean, I, I see something coming with one of our kids probably in the next couple of weeks um, where I'm going to want their small group leader to know that they're struggling. 
right and that they just right. need a little bit of extra encouragement or a little bit mm-hmm. extra you know um push towards their identity in christ and not something else and so right um, and, yeah. and just you know let's look at it from numbers maybe you're a number person we have how many kids who attend our middle school wednesday night program about 300 or so sometimes more yeah we have maybe 50 small group leaders uh, 50 to 70 50 kind to of, yeah, 70 sure. depending on on yep. the range of the kids and we have how many people on staff <laughs> that specifically work with middle school specifically it's work like 3.5 okay so we have 3.5 employees who are supposed to pour in to 70 small group leaders who are caring for more than 300 kids yeah, that's crazy and let's say that's 800 parents yeah okay we have to partner together yes and look at who's in between all of this it's not staff helping parents staff helping leaders staff helping kids there is an element of asking our parents to come in and help our small group leaders. 3.5 employees yeah. cannot pour into and care for every single one of those small group leaders. And I'm telling you, I have interacted with these small group leaders, and a lot of them are broke, and they're doing this for free, <laughs> just as a reminder. So inviting them over for dinner, yeah, like inviting them to be a part said, of your family. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that would change the dynamics and and really help your child's relationship grow with that small group leader which benefits them as they grow spiritually yeah having somebody else in the mix in our family to help our kids grow spiritually is tremendously beneficial to all of us as a family and so what i want to do is embrace that yes as a parent and so i agree totally marcy that that's what i would encourage people to do is embrace those leaders and if your child isn't in a situation a small group where they have these adults around them figure it out and get them in one yeah but i'll and she actually also mentions that we don't always get to see the fruit of that labor we don't always get to see that spiritual formation happen in a student's life but i recently was invited to a baptism at the beach for students who were being baptized that i led two years ago yeah isn't that crazy and it was so cool to be there with a lot of their small group leaders from the past you know from all sorts of phases and just to see and for them to look back and see how these different people molded them in a lot of ways and that is so easy they didn't serve food they didn't i mean they just said didn't hey, have come. to cater didn't have to clean got, their house i got a text message that said hey we really value you we really appreciate all that you poured into our girls we'd love for you to be there how cool is that and it was like oh my gosh i felt like i had failed those girls in a mm. lot of ways but to receive that text message and that invitation it fuels people just a simple thank you note parents it's what we're asking for yeah and what it makes you do is it makes you want to invest in their girls even more yes right yes yeah that is so true so parents when i started the podcast saying that you know what we want to do is partner with you as parents i do really believe that goes both ways and so we just would encourage you whether it's here port city or wherever it is wherever your kids are your kids coaches your kids teachers all of the people mm-hmm. that have significant influence in your kids lives especially in the spiritual realm yes do everything you can to encourage those people and kind of help them as they help you. Yes, and I'd say another really quick and easy one to do is to ask your child how the year was with a small group leader. And throughout the year, maybe even take a note yourself of the awesome things that your child shared about that leader. And at the end of the year, ask your child to write that note. Oh man, that's good. Because it's okay to teach your kids to thank the people who poured into them. Absolutely, yep. That's just about you know, appreciation and gratitude and, and yes. learning how to not be entitled. You're these people, so much more. right? These people are not, you know, um, 
sort of beholden to serving our kids. Right. They're doing it because they love Jesus and they love kids and they want to do it. And so let's honor them for that. Right. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, don't forget, parents, follow us uh, at PC3Parents on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, on Facebook. You can, uh, if you have any questions or comments, email us, uh, parents at portcitychurch.org. And I hear it's a thing. I hear it helps if you like leave a review or like a podcast or whatever. You probably know how to do this. Just to share the word with people. Did I say that right? You did. Okay. If you have any questions or ideas for topics or things you'd like to hear on our podcast, please email us at parents at portcitychurch.org. Leave a comment, share our post about our podcast, and we look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, tell your friends. We're just trying to help. Yeah. That's it.